You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. This is Malia Lee, and I am joined by my co-host Shauna Kurth again today. Uh, and in today's episode, we actually have a few guests joining us. We have uh, Stacy Marzen, Greg Swoboda, and Tim Kurth, all who volunteer in our youth ministry programs here at BHCC. So welcome, everybody. I don't think anybody's been on here before. You've No. Nope. Have you, Stacey? No. Um, so yeah, welcome, and thanks for joining us today. How's everybody doing? Good. Great. <laughs> the guys They've are super so excited, quiet. I can tell. <laughs> um, so before we kind of get started, um, let's just, I'm going to have you guys introduce yourselves and uh, tell everyone just a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, are you married? Do you have kids? That kind of thing. Yeah. I'm Stacy Marzen. I'm married to Shane. We've been married for 19 years. I'm a massage therapist here in town. Um, I have four kids, two biological, two adopted through foster care. We also are the primary caretakers of Miss Anne, which is 47. Um, I work part-time and also homeschool one of my kids. I think that's about, I'm going to Haiti in about a month. Nice. Exciting. <laughs> Again, right, you've been there before? Yes, yeah. this will be my fourth trip. Um, how long have you been helping with youth group? This will be my, I think, fourth year. I, I started um, right after Mike stepped down and Vince started. Cool. Nice. Uh, Greg? Uh, Greg Swoboda. Uh, married to Jennifer for 11 years this month. I uh, have three kids. I uh, work for the city up in Waterloo. Uh, been with the youth group for less than a year, technically. I got thrown in mid-year <laughs> last year. So. Yeah, I think you were going to try it for a couple of weeks, weren't you? And say, I like, tried it, but then I was told I, I couldn't leave. So. You were stuck <laughs> That's how we do it here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Everyone, come join. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'm Tim Kurth. Uh, my wife is Shauna, and uh, we've been married 18 years. I have two daughters. Um, this is my first time helping with youth group here. Um, I've done that in the past, other churches, so looking forward to starting out and making connections with kids. Awesome. Well, cool. It's, and then we're missing a few people, right? There's Who else is involved? Maria Davis um, okay. helps with middle school and possibly high school and then um, Jordan Truax moved up from middle school to high school this year with cool. son. So, yeah. cool. so do you have kind of a full team right now Shauna yeah. or are you looking for um, anyone? I would say right now it's full but based okay. on just the numbers in the last two weeks we're probably going to be recruiting some more people. Awesome. Like, so I if mean, anyone out there feels convicted yes, during exactly. this podcast to and get a hold of you right? We've said it many times but we're way fun. We're the best we are. Uh, ministry we are. group here, right? I mean, <laughs> not to brag or anything. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> and we're humble, too. So. <laughs> All right, good deal. So yes. just youth ministry in general, like I think it can, be, um, it can be so great and so much fun, but it can definitely be kind of serious. Like yeah. there's some 
big things that kids are going through. So um, why does this ministry matter so much? Why, do, why does our church place such an emphasis on this? Are we all answering this? Sure. No, you don't all Anybody. have to, but whoever wants to take it. I, yep. I personally just feel like middle school and high school are such a crucial age to where they're starting to look at their faith as their own and trying to figure stuff out and um, also getting persuasion or whatever from peers and media and whatever. And so um, to keep them plugged into some sort of ministry where um, they can feel like they trust us and they can ask us questions openly. Um, I just, it's just a very crucial age before they leave high school and go off into the big world. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I think it helps with the middle school. There's, there's always cliques. So when mm-hmm. we can get like a bunch of the kids that are in their clique together, it makes it easier for them to act godly anywhere whether it's at school Mm -hmm. at church just out in public and if we can foster that and make them see that it's okay to show your faith then hopefully Mm -hmm. they can do that and keep growing in their faith absolutely well and then those clicks turn around when you get in the school and they reach out to other kids that Mm -hmm. they may not because it's hard to be brave by yourself so yeah the more the more kids that we have come to youth group i feel like um you know the more friends that they invite, the easier it is for them to feel um, more freely about expressing their faith in school Mm -hmm. um, because they're around more like-minded people. Yep. Absolutely. Um, So, Shauna, maybe I'll give this one to you, and then I'll let everybody else kind of piggyback off if they want to. Um, So what is, what's your philosophy on youth ministry? Um, So I kind of went from having especially with our high schoolers, like we talked about this last week, that instead of just calling it youth group, that we've kind of transitioned over to life groups because um, we really want to do life with these kids. And, you know, it's, it's great that they're coming for food and games and um, relationships with each other. And we're, I mean, we're trying to build relationships with them, as Greg and Stacy said, to, to make them be able to go out in the world and know it's okay to have your faith. And, um, as elementary kids, they're so just innocent and they just believe what you say. They just take it for face value. And then you get up to middle school and all of a sudden they're starting to realize that, oh, this is my own. Like, I don't yeah, have to do this. That's when our whole parental world starts crashing down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little life we built here with them. They don't believe us anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And then you get to high school and it's um, not only, I mean, I think they're almost even um, pushing the envelope farther where it's oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm this is what you want me to believe, okay, then I'm just going to believe the opposite. And so to be able to witness or to minister to them as Christian men and women and show them that it's not uncool to be a Christian. We have so much fun here. We um, are connected through the community. And just to be able to to model that for them is huge. And, I mean, obviously, ho- hopefully to point Jesus in their life. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I think that they don't even really realize mm-hmm. um, the way that we're ministering to them. Right. Um, because if we're not making we're the Bible relationable, then, I mean, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what good that is. Then it, we sure. have to connect the Bible to their real life. And I feel like that's something that we're all striving really hard to do. Mm-hmm. How about you, Greg? 
as far as like ways that you're trying to connect with them? Something I try to remember, even with my kids, they're nine and under, but it's still the same for any kids, is more is cop and talk. Mm -hmm. So if we model how we live our lives Christianly and just in general being a good person, that'll set them up to see, wow, these guys are doing good in life. They've got families that they love and love them back. They have good jobs and they're mm -hmm. here for us and they want right. us to learn what they learned. So it must be a pretty good thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tim. Hey, buddy. <laughs> He's like off in the distance from me, hiding from me. Um, I, I kind of want to pick your brain a little bit here just because um, what I've really seen from you is how you're not afraid to let um, your outside life from the church overlap with the kids. Like I think specifically about my oldest son and Travis and how much they just love you, um, but that you've kind of even went a step further and you've spent some time outside and I'm not saying that's like yeah. what everybody has to do but I think there is definitely mm -hmm. something to that right um, it's just... gotta hold it up close <laughs> <laughs> like like you're kissing it yeah I mean, you gotta build a relationship pretend it's Shauna yeah <laughs> <laughs> You might be mature enough to join our team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely immature enough. <laughs> I'm just trying to make faith as relatable as possible for them and use humor and uh, just my goofiness must be a gift or something and I'm trying to figure that out still. <laughs> but um, it's got to be good for that, I guess. And uh, just try and build them up in their self-esteem and... Uh, just point them in the right direction, and and the, the biggest thing they can learn from from me is uh, don't imitate my past mistakes. Uh, I mentioned that to them the other night. Uh, if they can start out better off than we did, just think how much further ahead they'll be when they're our age. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, that's something that keeps me motivated to keep pressing forward with, you know, mm -hmm. putting as much time and effort into them as I can. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think that, oh, go ahead. I think anytime we reach them outside of the, you know, parameters of youth group, that it just takes it to a different level. And all of a sudden it goes from, well, this is something that I'm maybe being forced by my parents to come to, or I'm coming, you know, to be with my friends or whatever, to all of a sudden it's, wow, that leader cares enough about me to take time out of his or her day to spend time with me or to text me. or I mean, it's, I think it's those little things that we do that's not necessarily here on Wednesday or Sunday nights that are um, really what, how the kids feel loved. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Tim absolutely yeah. does a really good job at that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Last week was your first official youth group, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. by the end, him and <laughs> I think three or four of the boys, they wouldn't shut up about fishing. Oh, yeah. that's and cool. They yeah. sat over and talked fishing yeah. for five See? Yeah. And end, so. you just yeah. never know mm -hmm. what a kid is thinking, right. too. Because I remember yeah. for the longest time, like, my oldest had, like, the biggest man crush on you, Greg. <laughs> like, he'd be like, who's, I mean, who's that guy? He's I'm like, like okay, it's yeah. Greg Swoboda, and he's like, He's just so cool. I was like, well, you should, like, go say hi to him. And he's oh like, no, gosh. I can't. I can't. Like, right. I don't know what it was, but, like, he just <laughs> thinks, awesome. like, but you just don't know what's right. going exactly. on inside yeah. their head. But for some no. reason, like, 
Yeah. You're well, it. that's what's cool about having <laughs> all these different um, personalities mm-hmm. and just and all coming from different spots in our past because we can all minister to the kids differently. Yeah. Um, and there is a couple middle school boys who I've known for a few years, you know, doing youth group that I'm like, I just know that Tim and him, these boys will click. And so it's funny because, yeah, like Greg said, it's those mm-hmm. same boys that I'm like, yep, I yep. knew it. Like, yep. I, you just know. Um, and like Stacy has a, a little guy who, I guess, I, I probably, he, is he going to listen to this? He's probably, probably not, not little. Okay. Um, he has, she has a really manly guy who, um, <laughs> who was going to volunteer to help us do yard work. And yeah. he's just like, I'm going to hang out with him. I'm going to hang out with yeah. him. And I'm like, <laughs> nobody wants to do yard work, but yeah. I don't either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to add anything um, to this, I, I just think that, I guess, since like Shauna has taken the role as um, the youth director and being that she's not a pastor... It gives a different look to kids yeah. because yeah. I think mm-hmm. they think when you have that label that you're like perfect mm. and them already knowing us as leaders mm. in like real life and what we went through and us sharing our testimonies and things we struggle with on a daily basis and um, just that we're real. I mean, we, we're messy, we're broken, um, but also incorporating the fun into it is a big thing for the kids and, of course, food. Yeah, <laughs> always food. But I, have food. I mean, like, for instance, yeah. when we went to Makokota Caves and, um, you know, we had planned all along, you know, which direction we were going, which route, you know, and we just so happened to come upon the hula hoop tree. Yes. And we, <laughs> the kids thought, the girls at least yeah. in my in my van, thought it, that was the coolest thing that, you know, <laughs> oh, my gosh, did you plan that? And then. Yeah. then yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then on the way back, ordering, you know, 20 cheap, 22 cheeseburgers to drive awesome. through. I mean, they're going to remember yeah. that. Right. Yep. Well, and I think yep. that's the thing with youth ministry is you have to be willing just to be spontaneous. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you ha- I'll have a lesson ready to go, and it's not even what, what we talked about at all. Like, the kids mm-hmm. will say something, and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. that's where we're going with this. Or um, I had went to the fall retreat with a, a middle schoolers last year, and um, it was about 11.30, and I thought – all right, well, I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, okay, well, I have something to tell you and literally just poured out this heavy story. And I thought, oh, oh wow. okay, <laughs> nope, we're sitting back down and we're going we're gonna to do this. And, and I think that that's a cool thing that you just, we come every Wednesday and Sunday with a vision of how it's going to go and very seldom <laughs> does that happen. Um, yeah, which this is, neat. This like, is it's not cool for me. To see, <laughs> you type one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's neat to see um, and just, yeah. yeah, different personalities and how people yeah. mesh and just, you know. And for even the and, kids to know they don't have to attend church here to mm-hmm, go to youth right. group. Yep. And, a lot, and I mean, a lot of ours are not Blessed Hope attenders, yeah. and they may not even be churched at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool to see some, we have some kids that come to church all by themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's mm-hmm. neat to see right. them evolve. Those well, kids are also influencing their parents too. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is something that's important to remember. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I know the answer to this, and I think every, we all know the answer that sharing the gospel with kids is probably a lot different than adults. Do we agree with that? Yeah. And if so, yeah. like, how, how is it different? I feel it's easier for middle school age, but harder as they get older, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's a, a little harder. Um, like Shauna said, they're, they're, becoming a, they're trying to figure out how to become adults at this stage. 
So they're impressionable still, but they're also pushing the boundaries, trying to see where they fit in. So you have to try to maybe not do the norm with them, like we mm -hmm. try not to do. Right. And just make them realize that maybe they don't believe it right now, but you stick it in their mind. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they're with those friends and somebody says one thing and it just clicks right there. And yeah. Then they're yeah. off yeah. the races with it. I feel like this is going to be really good preparation for you, especially since you have little kids um, for when they get 16, to be teenagers. So. <laughs> so you're going to already have like a lot right. of life, life experience yeah. under your belt with all the, yeah. <laughs> the That's youth why group. That's the gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the youngest one here. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot. You just can't see it, but it's there. <laughs> I love getting old. Like, honestly, like it's... Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> is that Listen, weird? Yeah. Like, I'm just, I like it. Being old, that's where it's at. It's yeah. so much better than when you're young and flailing I, yeah, around. I agree. And, I mean, there's a few more like, aches and pains, I think. Yeah, longer, yeah. yeah. It is nice to have the wisdom. Yeah. The, yeah <laughs> to not be in the thick of, I mean, I think that's what's funny is people will say, why would you want to be with middle schoolers and high schoolers? Like, it's just mm -hmm. such a shock. And, mm -hmm. which, I say, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, they're my favorite. Like, yeah, they they're really probably are. cooler than adults. I mean, I mean let's be oh, honest. Adults yeah. kind of suck. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, I love getting older. Adults suck. But we do. We do. I mean, I think yeah. about some of the things that drive me and just some of the habits I have, and I'm kind of boring, and I well, just and I do a lot of dumb things. we just get things. set in our ways. Yeah. And um, I think some of our life experiences can harden you. And so, mm -hmm. like, I mean, not necessarily sure. you, but, you know, adults right, in general. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's what, when, <laughs> when you say, share the gospel, <laughs> the kids are just a little bit more willing to hear you, and they're, they don't have a, a card that they're already to play. Like, well, no, I've been hurt here, mm -hmm. right? There's an excuse why. So it's easier to share yeah. in, in those situations. Yeah. yeah. So Tim kind of touched on this a little bit, too, as far as, like, building that um, bridge between the kids and the parents. Um, so are there things that you guys, I know you guys have just got started, so yeah. I'm not expecting to have this mapped out strategy, but sure. um, are there certain things that you guys are planning or, or wanting to incorporate? We've talked. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's important. And I mean, like mm -hmm. Tim said, some of those kids go home and influence their parents, which in turn could possibly get them through the doors here to us mm -hmm. on a Sunday. And we know how important it is for the parents to see what their kids are doing or know at least. Yeah. And hopefully we can build more relationship relationships. Mm -hmm. And like was said, maybe even half the kids don't even attend. Their mm -hmm. parents don't yeah. attend here. Mm -hmm. So if we can just mm -hmm. get to those parents, they'll figure out who we are and what we're about. And mm -hmm. that could change their minds too. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I think when they the kids run out the doors and they're just excited and, you know, they can't stop talking about what happened. Mm -hmm. And I think it just kind of breaks that, uh, maybe the vision that a lot of adults have that, you know, church is stuffy yeah. and you just sit down and you just, you know, yeah. and to be able to, to be like, nope, we have fun. I mean, we're preaching the gospel and we're teaching Jesus, but we're having fun here too. Mm -hmm. That it, it maybe makes the parents like, oh, okay, well maybe, maybe I'll give yeah. it a try. Like maybe yeah. it's not what I thought it was mm -hmm. from yeah. my childhood or whatever. Yeah, yeah I am. Um... Actually, so we invited a neighbor kid to come last week, okay. and um, which was our first, first yeah, which was school. the first one, yeah. and um, 
like she had so much fun that as soon as she got into the car, she was like, they're doing it again next week. Can I go? (laughs) And so she, the mom asked me like, well, how, how long do you guys do this? And I was like, well, it's the whole school year. And she was floored that we, she's like, you guys really like care. Like, and I have, I still need to have a follow-up conversation with her, but she was just like, she was just really surprised mm-hmm. at right. how much we care about yeah. our kids here. Yeah, we're so that was, yeah, I kind of cool. had some, you know, selfish pride right. there. A little bit. Yes. I was like, yay. You know. yeah, it's exciting, but we do though. care. We do. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, another thing that we do when we've talked as leaders um, is just really drill to the kids that, you know, what we, what they open up to us in youth group is confidential mm-hmm. and they may not have someone at home that can they can open up to about certain issues whether it's drama at school or you know maybe they're upset with their parent or you know whatever yeah. mm-hmm. um and that we want them to be able to trust us so that they will open up to us and we can you know in turn you know quote some scripture or whatever or give them ideas on what they can do but there's also a point where if they are going to harm themselves or whatever, that we would reach out to it, to their parent. Sure. But mm-hmm. for the parents to know, I mean, that we're here, we're mm-hmm. um, someone that their kid can talk to safely. Right. Well, and sometimes I don't even think the kids necessarily need us to fix whatever right. yeah. it is. I mean, depending yeah, on the situation, they just yeah, need right. someone that's not their parents right. to Which, listen. Yeah. And, and it's, this is the best possible scenario for them because it's an adult who's responsible, who cares for their well-being, you know, and isn't going to steer them (laughs) the wrong way. Well, we think you guys are responsible. Like when my kids (laughs) hear it from me, they get annoyed and of course don't think that I'm right. But if it's another adult, Mm -hmm. a respected adult that's telling you, you know, you probably should stop, you know, you're acting, you know, You guys are way cooler than their own parents. Well, and I think there's, it needs to be said that we understand that not all parents are church parents. I mean, mm-hmm. some of this is intimidating, and some parents yeah. probably are hesitant about letting their kids come and not knowing what Christianity is about and what mm-hmm. we're about here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of goes back to when I say, well, why would that people have asked me, like, why would you want to be with middle schoolers and high schoolers? Like, mm-hmm. I, just, I just really want to, for the parents that are nervous, just to be able to tell them that we just genuinely love these kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no hidden agenda what what the kids tell us isn't going anywhere. We're not mm-hmm. out to look down upon the parents or, I mean, we get it. Like, we know that the stories that the kids are telling us are true to them, mm-hmm. but they're probably not, you know, 100% factual. <laughs> a little embellishing. As, as a mother, I realize <laughs> that my daughters, when they say things, I'm like, okay, that's not exactly how that was. <laughs> so just know that there's no judgment and yeah. that we, there's no hidden agenda. We're not trying to sway your kids away from you or to... We're not talking mm-hmm. da- bad about the parents. Like we're right. just literally a safe place for kids to be able to come and just have an adult love on them. Yep. There's yep. so many other places that the kids could be and doing yes. right stuff that mm-hmm. yeah, yes. not acceptable. Yeah. yeah. So kind of as we wrap up here, let's end with something fun. Um, Stacy, what would you tell your middle school self if you could if you could tell little middle school Stacy? I feel like I need pictures. <laughs> That should be a thing. That's a good idea for a youth group. You guys should like show your like awful pictures. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Um, Probably it only gets better from from there. Um, I feel like I I feel like I can really relate to the stuff that the girls and I mean I don't know how much the boys go through, but 
the the clicky stuff, the drama, mm-hmm. and I yeah, I was sucked in, and I would go home crying, and you know, I struggled through middle school and high school with that, and I and I totally can relate, and and it I find myself telling my daughter, you know kind of just to get over it. <laughs> I know it's a lot harder than that because when I was, but I feel like, you know, yeah, just keep powering through and, mm-hmm. and rely more on your faith. And mm-hmm. yeah, Tim, what would you tell middle school Timbo? Were you Timbo yet then? Yeah. Or was that a high school thing? That was high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <old> Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like tell myself that everything's going to be okay going to work out. God's got this. Um, and that you don't have to be, you, you're an in- individual. You don't have to be a certain way because your parents are a certain way or because mm-hmm. your friends are mm-hmm. a certain yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to be true to yourself and true to God and everything else will follow. Mm-hmm. Or even like on that note, like people feel like they're defined because of their parents like yeah, if their parents sure. have a yeah. reputation or they live a certain way you know yeah mm-hmm. you, you know you are yourself yeah, yeah. you are yep. yeah and also that you're not defined from your past yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. greg did you go to high school here you did didn't you <laughs> yeah you did you go to middle school here too Oh, have you? Okay. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. Except for three years. Oh, wow. (laughs) So what would Um, would you tell your middle school self, Greg? Maybe just be a little more outgoing. I'm fairly reserved, and I always have been. But also, kind of with what Tim was saying, be happy with who you are. Mm -hmm. I know it's even bigger now, but even when I was in high high school and middle school, I mean, image was... Absolutely everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you always have families that are have more means than yours, and they have yep. the cooler, better stuff. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. worked out perfectly fine. Yep. So right. Just yeah. be yeah. happy that you have clothes on your back and food right. in your belly, yeah. and everything will work out. Oh, yeah. We cared so much about that so stupid much. stuff. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Shauna, what would you tell middle school Shauna? I can like picture Shana. you, because. <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows this, but Shauna and I are the same age, and (laughs) we we graduated together, so what would you tell middle school Shauna? Um, Probably on the same lines that I'm enough, like Mm. that I don't have to be somebody else, um, and that through God I'm enough, and um, I was always, like I always loved Jesus, but as I got older, I kind of thought, oh, I got this under control, Mm -hmm. and so just to be able to stay close to him and really know that I was, I was made for a purpose and that, um, and, and stop trying to, f- to fill the purpose that somebody else was made for and just be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's so cool it how life works out. Like, look yeah. at the, like, look at, look at, who would have yeah. thought, right? I know. I would have told the <laughs> yeah. uh, middle school Shauna that there's a great man about the <laughs> <laughs> Keep yes. wearing that tie-dye shirt because it's going to lower it in. Well, that is fantastic. Yeah, because I was 15 when Tim and I met. He had just oh turned gosh. 18 and I was 15. So that's oh, crazy. Yeah. Because we have a daughter that's just 16 now. So. Yeah. yeah. And then Malia sold Tim my wedding ring. So, yeah. yeah. it's cool oh, how yeah. it all comes full circle. Yes. back into the house that she lived in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you've come full circle. I know. Circle. Here we are. I, I mean. Oh, that's too funny. All right. Well. Were you guys high school sweethearts too? 
You and Shane? Oh, this is a really good story. I was actually 15 and my husband was 21. (laughs) Wow. So to think that my son is 14 right now, yeah. It's a fun story. You should have her tell you the full-length version off the the podcast. (laughs) I was a a freshman and Shane and I got together, so... All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. I hope you'll come back sometime. (laughs) It wasn't too painful. (laughs) Every Wednesday. Yeah, Malia, you're more than welcome to stay. They'll start coming in in about 15 minutes. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening.